Welcome to the Life of an Educator, hosted by Matthew Beal. Hey team, and welcome to another episode of the Life of an Educator. It is such a joy to have you tune in again this episode, and we are going to have a great time diving into another topic of what it means to be an educator. And so I hope that you are enjoying coming together and listening in and just getting a little bit of a glimpse of my life as an educator and some of the tips that I have learned throughout my five years of education and I'm going to continue to learn and continue to grow as an educator and this podcast is just one small way of me being able to share my thoughts and insights with all of you and it only works if you listen and so I just want to say how much I appreciate all of you who are taking the time to listen whether you are in your home or in your car driving to and from practice or work or wherever you happen to find yourself. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much. And I hope that this has been a little bit helpful to you. And maybe it's just interesting to see a profession that's not your own and be able to uh, just have a little bit of insight of what it is for a teacher to do their thing. And so today I thought I would bring the parents in on the journey a little bit. Because having the parents on the team, as a teacher, you are teaching students, yes, but you are also teaching children of parents and of guardians. And I think it is so crucially important that parents are a part of the team. And I do not take that lightly, that I value having parents on the team with me helping me and them helping their child and I having influence on their child to work together to help their child be positive, loving, caring, smart individuals and growing up to be positive human beings. And so I, right from the word go, want to connect with parents and want them to be a part of the team. And so I want to talk about that today. And so the first talking point I want to uh, discuss with all of you is the fact that one of the things I do the first Friday after I get to meet my students and after I get to get to know them a little bit and they get to know me a little bit, um, before I leave Friday after school, that first Friday, after getting to meet my students, is I send a welcoming email to all of the parents on my class rosters. And that first email is simply a welcoming email from me to the parents and guardians saying, hi, I'm your child's teacher for this semester or for this year. And so this first email entails me introducing myself I share a little bit about who I am and maybe a little bit about my journey and it allows me to allow them to get to know me a little bit and uh, so that I'm not just a name on a page but they kind of know a little bit about me and uh, it also gives me a chance to share my expectations for them uh, as the teacher to 
the student as their child, uh, but so that they're aware as well. Because we all know that uh, sometimes the child isn't as eager to share about what they learned in class on any given day. And so this allows me to uh, share directly to the parent or guardian and just highlight a little bit about what I expect from the class. I always share my course outline with them so they can see what I shared with the student already. And they get a little bit of an idea of what the class is going to look like, what I'm marking on, what are my expectations, things like that. And it allows me to share my commitment from me as the teacher to their child. Obviously, I understand that parents are putting so much trust into teachers. I get to be with their child for one hour of the day as a high school teacher, but as a middle school teacher, you probably get two to three hours with every specific child. And if you're an elementary school teacher, well, you get all day with a specific child. And so we get tons of time with any parent's child. And so there is a trust there. There is a responsibility as a teacher to care for these children. And I think that's why it's so important to have them on the team and to communicate with them and saying, hey, I'm your child's teacher and I'm committed to ensuring that your child is cared for, that they are in a safe space, that we are going to learn together, that we are going to have fun together, that we are going to grow together. And if there's any way for me to help your child grow, I am all ears and I want to be a part of that plan. And this is so crucially important because parents, just like we talked about in earlier episodes, teachers are anxious and excited about the first day of school. Children are excited and nervous and anxious about the first day of school. And guess what? Parents are just as nervous, excited, and anxious as well because they are entrusting other adults to take care of their children. And depending on the parent, some are really excited to ship their kids off for six hours of a day and say, thank you for taking care of my child so I can go to work or I can go and do what I need to do during the day. But I think for all parents, deep down, there is a sense that they are releasing their child and giving them away to uh, another professional, an, an adult, to take care of their children. And in our world, in the education world, to teach them something. And so it is important that as teachers, we take this responsibility and we take it seriously. And so a welcoming email allows me as the teacher to share that commitment and say, yes, I am on your team. I understand that I am taking a responsibility to take care of your child and I'm on board. And to share that your classroom will be that. It will be safe. It will be welcoming. It will be a class where there will be learning, but there will also be fun and there will be growth as not only as an academic, but also as a person, as an individual. And so make sure I always share my contact information. I let them know that they can contact me anytime, whether it's through email or through phone call, and I will get back to them in my spare time when I'm not teaching a class and make yourself available to the parent and guardian. Make them aware of that contact information so that they can contact you. And so I always make sure I do that welcoming email so that parents know that there is a connection to their children, to their child, and that the teacher is committed to 
their child. And I don't stop there. One of the things that I have learned and I have done over the last couple of years, and it has totally changed the communication from me as the teacher to the parent, is to have those emails become a weekly thing. And so I send a weekly email every Friday afternoon or early evening, depending on my schedule. If I have to leave right at 3.30 on a Friday, then I might send it a bit later. But every Friday before I kind of kickstart my weekend, I share a weekly email to the parents and guardians just as a simple way to share some things that are happening in the classroom. And so I break it up into three sections. The first one is week highlights. So I share what we have learned as a class. I share kind of the highlights of what the students have done, whether if, whether it's um, learning or activities or maybe they did an assessment. But it allows the parents to see a little glimpse of what the child is doing in the class. And it allows me to share that, one, I'm doing my job as an educator, so yay. Uh, but also specifically what's going on in the class. And so if the child's not necessarily sharing with their parents what's happening, this allows the parents to have a little bit of a sneak peek because I've shared it with them. And now they can start that conversation with their child and say, hey, tell me about what Mr. Duick was saying about you learning about factors and products in your math class or about you learning about essays in your English class. How is that going? Do you need help? I heard you did really well on this assessment and things like that. And so it allows that conversation to continue. The next section I have is the next week ahead. And so not only do I highlight from the week that just came, just happened, but now I highlight what's coming. And so again, it gives the parents a glimpse of what's coming forward, not only about what we're learning, but it also gives me a chance to share about assessments that are coming or projects that are coming or assignments that are overdue or coming up and it gives the parents again a little bit of insight and also the last section allows you I call it important dates or other information and this just allows you to share school-wide days that are coming so for example last week was picture day in uh, at our school and so the I shared that in the email that picture day was coming or on a no school day, you can highlight that as just another way for the parents to know what is coming. Obviously, there is the school calendar. There's a school website. There's lots of ways to find this information out. But if I can be one more avenue for them to have this information, they are able to organize their lives better. They are able to know what is coming up. They are able to plan school life with work life, with home life. And it's just another avenue to share. And so I might share about things that are happening in the school, school school-wide initiatives, and making the parents aware of what's coming up. This allows me to be encouraging, to be positive, to share about fun things that are happening in the class, share about maybe things that need to be improved on, and, and if there's something that is lacking on uh class-wide level, you can include that in your weekly emails. Obviously, this is a general email to all parents, so you're not going to call anyone out by any means, but if there's something that needs to be addressed as a class, you might mention it, right? So, for example, I might just mention in one of the weekly emails 
to remind parents that attendance is really important for your child's success and if and to encourage them to help me in making sure that their child is attending school and getting a class. Something as easy as that, I'm not calling anyone out, I'm not trying to be negative, I'm just being honest in the fact that if your child is in class, they will be successful. If your child is not in class, it's going to be harder for them to be successful. And so this allows an easy way to communicate those tidbits that you want to share between myself as the teacher and the parent or guardian. Now, obviously, there are going to be times where I don't want to communicate just as a whole general uh, to classrooms or grade levels as a whole. And so it is crucially important that to get and to have parents a part of the team, that they know that they can communicate with you individually about their specific child, about their person that is in their home, is in their life that they love and care for and want the best for. And so it is so important that parents realize that they can communicate with their teacher about anything and everything that has to do with their child's education. And as a teacher, to be open to having those conversations. It is so important that parents and teachers know that we are on the same team and that we can be honest, that we can be encouraging, that we can be specific about what is going on with said child. Obviously, it is important to be positive all the time. We are dealing with children. They are amazing individuals. They are learning. They are growing. They are discovering themselves as a young person. And so... I encourage teachers never to state issues as being negative, but rather as room to improve or changes that can be had to better the child going forward. We always want as teachers to offer support and to suggest on how to improve, of how to make things better, not only for the class or for the learning, but for the actual child themselves. And so as teachers, we can be listening to the parents. We can be asking parents for advice on how they might help their child in a given situation at school. If a student is struggling, call the parent and say, hey, said student is struggling with doing their homework or with working in class or with focusing. What have you found at home? What is there something that I don't know about that is causing them uh, issue and and I encourage the parents to be honest with the teachers to share what's going on as much as you feel comfortable so that the teacher has a little bit more background of how to deal with certain situations. We are wanting what's best for the student and best for the child just like you are. And so I think that's the key is parents and teachers both understanding that they are on the same team to create that atmosphere where the teacher and the parent know that we are both looking out for what's best for the child. And so the more that we can communicate and share and collaborate and plan and discuss, the better we're going to be as a team to create a positive atmosphere for the child. So the child comes home excited about school and maybe that improves their home life and then they're excited to go to school the next day and so then they're a more positive person in in the school and then they are more positive with their friends and then they get involved in extracurricular and and overall they become a more positive and positive individual and this just came because the parent and the teacher communicated 
And so I know that sometimes as teachers, we tend to lack on the whole communication piece with the parents. We tend to decide that that is going to be our time saver. Is If I just don't communicate with parents as often, well, that will save me lots of time because then I don't have to be on the phone with said parent for half an hour or I don't have to spend five minutes drafting an email or I don't have to have these conferences or interviews where they come in and I have to be on my best behavior and have this conversation. But I tell you, and again, I'm only five years into this journey, but I can tell you that communicating with parents is such a huge benefit um, for a teacher's journey and getting to be the best teacher that they can be. I remember one of my first tasks ever as a student teacher way back um, before, I guess that would be in mm, 2014 or so, maybe 2013, 2014, when I was student teaching at Chief Peg West Junior High in Winnipeg. And one of my first tasks, my cooperating teacher said, can you please call these parents and invite them to the school barbecue, the meet the teacher school barbecue. It was happening right at the beginning of the school year in September. And my job was to call, take the numbers and call the parents and introduce myself as the student teacher, Mr. Duick, and invite them to the meet the teacher school barbecue. And it was such a great first experience for me because even then I started to understand how important it was for parents to realize that teachers cared to take the time to invite them to something and to take the time to say, hey, we want you to be a part of the school community. We want to know, we want you to know that your child is here at the school and they're learning and I'm their teacher and this is what's going to be happening. And there were several parents who just really thanked me over and over and said, like, thank you for calling. Thank you for taking the time to invite. Thank you for sacrificing this moment to invite me to this event. And it was a great turnout. And we had obviously food and uh, were able to talk and meet with parents on the actual night of the barbecue. But the fact that I was assigned to call those parents and to invite them was really that first experience where I realized that it's important to be in communication with them. And as I've gone through my five years so far, some of the things I've shared about that welcoming email and the weekly emails and communicating early on with parents about ways to improve and the positives, it really makes my job a whole lot easier because I have individuals to turn to when I don't know how to deal with a said student or I'm having trouble with communicating with them. Obviously, who else but better to communicate with than the parents of the child? And so I find that there's a barrier sometimes there that as a teacher, we don't necessarily want to turn to the parents right away. And and I think vice versa. Sometimes the parents are scared or timid to reach out to the teacher But I think we have to break that barrier and knock that wall down and realize that parents and teachers being on the same team is what allows students and the parent's child to be successful. And so we're on the same team. Communicate in that way. Have good conversation. 
communicate often, be consistent in communication. One of the ways I do that easily is through those weekly emails. But when things arise with, with certain students, communicate that quickly and consistently and often. And do it in a positive and encouraging and honest way, right? We don't want to sugarcoat anything, but we want to share with the parents in a way that says that we care, but there are some issues that we want to deal with. And I, and I really have called you to ask for your help and ask for your feedback and ask for your opinion. And so remember that the teachers and the parents both want what's best for the child. And I really believe that when we're in tandem together as a team, great things can happen. And so I hope that that was encouraging to uh, both teachers and parents today, that parents, don't be shy to reach out to teachers. We want to be on the same team. And teachers, don't be shy or timid to, to call parents. I know it will take some time out of your day. Depending on who you're talking to, I'm a talker, so I can talk to parents for half an hour and enjoy it and actually have good conversation and then hang up the phone call and be like, oh shoot, that was half of my prep period and now I have to go mark assessments or whatever it may be. So I know it takes some time, but as an educator, we knew going into this, I hope, that we play a lot of hats throughout the day and one of those parts of our days needs to be to communicate with the people who are the parents of the students that we teach. I think that that is so crucial. And so I hope this was helpful to realize that I truly believe that having the parents on the team helps to build that classroom atmosphere, which we talked about in the last couple episodes, helps the student feel welcome in the classroom, helps the parents feel like there's a teacher who cares and who wants to see that their child learn and to have fun and to grow as a human being. And so that's my encouragement for us today. And so I want to remind you to continue to listen, continue to share, continue to invite, continue to subscribe to the platform that you listen to on, continue to like the Instagram posts that I that I post on a weekly basis, continue to be excited about episodes that are dropping every two weeks. And so in two weeks' time, there will be another episode that comes. And so I encourage you just to continue to uh, help me in promoting this podcast so that people can can learn about what it is to be uh, a little bit of a glimpse of what it is like for me to be an educator and in my experience. And so thanks so much for listening in. And I look so forward to being with you again next time. Bye-bye.